This episode is sponsored by Silverstone. The innovative Ice Mist all-in-one cooler allows you to stack RGB fans on the water block, which easily allows direct airflow to any hotspots on your motherboard, VRAM, or DRAM. Pick up the Ice Mist AIO today and equip your PC with this unique high-performance cooler. In this episode of The Full Nerd, we talk about CES. Woo! And welcome to episode 285 of The Full Nerd. I am your fill-in host, Adam Patrick Murray. We are live here at CES 2024 in the ASUS booth. Thank you, ASUS, for uh, hosting us. And it's not just me. Nope. I'm with, uh, not only am I with three of my friends, we're also, uh, right. we didn't mean to have this happen. We're, we're actually standing in the descending <laughs> order. So I'm, I'm going to start with the, the next shortest person, yes, uh, Mark Hawkman. Uh, hi, Mark. Hey, everyone. How are you doing? Uh, and then the next, next shortest person after that is Brad Charkis. Hello, Internet. Uh, who, so I, I got to say real quick, there's been a lot of times this week at CES where people are like, wait, Brad's real? Yeah. Like, They're like, he's not just on the TV? I've so, been groped a lot just to make sure. Yeah. He's live. <laughs> <laughs> and in the flesh, also live and in the flesh, is Keith May. Hi, Hello. Keith. Hello. It, uh, it has been actually a year since uh, since we were together, right, for last CES. It has been. Yeah. It has been. So it's been a fun week. Always Keith, always good to see you. Keith is actually one of the ones who groped me because we. this is our first time meeting. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and actually, yeah, this was Willis's first time uh, meeting yeah. Brad as well. And, oh, yes, we have hand. Willis Lie on the verticals and the horizontals. Thank you, Willis, for, for running the show. Uh, we might run into some technical difficulties. Actually, in fact, we have run into plenty of technical <laughs> difficulties already. Uh, so please be patient. Uh, we're just yeah. doing it live. Uh, but we're here to talk about CES 2024. I think let's just kind of step back and look down at, at, at some of the major announcements and just chat about them. We don't have to, like, ex, you know, go over everything, but mm-hmm. uh, let's start with the, the major three, right? Uh, I don't know who did their press conference first, but AMD, I think, was the first. I think it was. Yeah, I think they did yeah. do their first. Yeah, AMD had their Ryzen 8000 products, so this is the first time we've seen Ryzen AI on the desktop. In fact, they are technically the first to ship on the desktop because we haven't seen anything from Intel, and Qualcomm hasn't shipped anything from the Snapdragon X Elite. So first on the laptop, now first, first on the desktop. Yeah. That's right, exactly. So we've seen, yeah, we're seeing, so yeah, I, it, we're are seeing some, some Ryzen stuff here. In fact, um, I guess we're going to get to sort of best of CES. Uh, the Ryzen uh, stuff was actually among my best picks for CES. Oh, really? Yeah. But the, the AM4 stuff or the AM5 stuff? No, actually with the AM5 stuff. So oh, yes, okay. they had the Ryzen 8000 with the AM5 stuff. But they also have some of the legacy stuff for AM4, which I yeah. think is actually really cool of AMD That's to do crazy. because it keeps on that that perpetu- uh, keeps perpetuating that AM4 uh, platform, which I think is great. But for me, you know, the thing is, I actually didn't pick a Ryzen AI processor as my best of CES. I picked the 8500G, which doesn't have Ryzen AI oh. because it was fifty dollars cheaper for the same thing as the 8600G, which has Ryzen AI. Mm. And I'm not really convinced at this point in time that AI is going to be all that significant right now so I thought you know why, why don't people save a few bucks go ahead and go with the 8600G also, or 8500G I should say. A- NVIDIA would like uh, everyone to know they already have uh, Ryzen you already have an AI PC because uh, if you bought a 20 series or or more than uh, you already right. have yeah. AI yeah exactly so yeah everyone already has AI in their PC yep. yep and you guys did you guys see that chatbot then the NVIDIA thing uh, so I showed up a little late oh. you two saw 
It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Chat with RTX. Should be coming out soon. So describe it. What was it again? Because I haven't seen it. Oh, that's like uh, a local chat GPT, right. basically clone, okay. except uh, you, it runs locally. You can point it to your own files, text files, PDF files, docs, and XML files, uh, and then ask it questions about your own thing. So if you drop, you know. That it requires an RTX? Yeah, yeah. Uh, twenty eighty, but no, 1080. Possibly twenty series and above later. But the cool right. thing is, you can point out YouTube videos too, and it'll mm. read the transcript, process it locally, and you're gonna get summaries. I of YouTube love videos. that. Yeah, yeah I Wait, love so that. Did you ask it questions? No. Uh, they or did you ask it? it questions? They demoed that. Oh, I so asked. I asked the. Uh, the Ace, Ace yeah, yeah. The, the ramen shop guy. Uh-huh. You can talk to him nonstop now, and he'll, he'll answer to anything. What'd you ask? Uh, I asked him a bunch of different things about what kind of cool shows can you see around here? Why uh-huh. why, why is your jacket so ugly? <laughs> what sort of ramen should I have? Hey, this ramen sucks. He didn't really like it. Wow. So. Yeah. Oh, right. How rude, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. You're just going to go into somebody's restaurant and tell him his ramen <laughs> sucks? <laughs> hey, oh, if it's man. not good, it's not good. <laughs> yeah, hopefully you're role-playing. Uh, yeah. no, uh, Dr. Ian Cutris uh, from Tech Tech Potato fame uh, had a um, he his, his his goal was to try to get the AI as angry as possible. Nice. And supposedly they biased it to you can bias like the the AI's reactions, and they biased it to be as gentle as possible. But supposedly he did end up getting it angry. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're gonna have to ask him on Twitter what what he asked because it's a They're funny story. Funny. I'm not I'm not gonna yeah. steal it. Uh, I asked the lady. If she subscribed to PC World mm. on YouTube, and, did she? Uh, and she said no, but isn't that the place where you can go watch all the cool PC videos? <laughs> no, like, she did say <laughs> nice. That. And then nice. I said, well, you should do that. And she's Best like, oh, okay, I'll do that later. Best <laughs> so, of yeah. can you subscribe? Can you and your a thousand uh, AI friends uh, subscribe all to our channel? Subscribe to PC yeah. World. So yeah, I thought I thought that was kind of funny. I mean, not a hard hitting question. I, right. I only had a little bit of time, so yeah. that was the first one I asked. Yeah. I don't know. So that's cool. Obviously, to run that kind of stuff, you need an RTX, and of course. The RTX Super 40 Series Super right. refreshes were announced here. AMD also announced the RX. I almost said RTX. The Radeon RX 7600 XT, which is an RX 7600 with 16 gigabytes of memory. So. And how much does the Super come with? The, the memory? The Super, uh, the 4070 Super yeah. comes out at 599, same price as the 4070. 20% roughly bump. Uh, the 4070 Ti Super has a terrible name. It's still priced at 799 as the original 4070 Ti. Uh, it has much improved memory system. You can actually use it for 4K now. Uh, it should be about 10% faster than the 4070 Ti was. And the 4080 Super is 999 It's just a bit faster than the 4080, but it's $200 less. But how much memory does it come with? Do you remember? Uh, 16 still for oh, the 4080. 16. Okay. No, I right. thought that got a bump. Didn't it get a bump? Or no? It's a little bit faster. Uh, the speed, okay. memory uh, speed's a little oh, faster. It's the, the fastest. Right. Oh, the yeah. 4070 Ti Super is what got a bump. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And also, the 4070 Ti Super is the one that isn't getting a reference model, right? I th- I th- only two uh, of them are. I thought it was I'm 4080 and 4070. That would sound right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what they said. Okay. The reference yeah. ones are nice, though. Yeah, yeah. I made the joke. Yes, I was like, right. oh, they're nice all like matte black. Or not matte, but you know, like an anodized black. And I was like, oh, so you changed the color and you and you were able to save two hundred dollars. Pass down the savings to us. Thank you. Pigment is expensive. It is. Yeah, I know. I, so. I, I guess so. So, but they they showed some performance numbers. You mm-hmm. kind of alluded to it a little bit. How, how are you feeling about it right now? I know you, we haven't tested it. You know, yeah. wait for final testing. But 
How's your overall feeling of the super refresh? My overall feeling of the super refresh is that this is what the 40, 70, the 40 series should have been when it came out to mm. begin with. Uh, it would have blown me away way more if this was what the original 40 series was. Mm. But I'm really happy to see, you know, it it realigned the value that was kind of lacking originally. So yeah. Okay. So basically, if this had been last year when we yeah. had the conversation and my response to the original 4070 Ti was, I don't hate it. I mean, it could have been, <laughs> I love it. There's Brett hated it. Yeah, I hated it. I didn't hate it. The original 4070 Ti, I gave two stars, and I was rereading it. One of the most blistering conclusions I've ever written, uh, largely because of the memory interface. So for them to fix that, like, they're taking the steps they need to. So I'm, I'm pumped right, about that. Right. That's cool. Well, uh-huh. the, I guess the last one was Intel. Yeah. Which, uh, nothing, nothing huge, but it was there was a lot. Yeah, there was a lot. I mean, uh, for me, the, the phrase Raptor-like refresh, emphasis on the refresh, was sort of the, the, the telling point for me because, I mean, this is the 14th generation stuff. We saw new mobile processors, uh, which they're branding as the uh, Core HX, uh, and we saw a refresh about, was it 18 new desktop processors too? Something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, and, and for me, I think that really the interesting thing is that we have now two mobile architectures in the space right now in the PC where we have um, Core Ultra, Meteor Lake, and then we're going to have the Core with Core HX. Uh, two brands, which implies actually that we're going to see uh, potentially two mobile architectures simultaneously going forward. Uh, I'm not sure how uh, Arrow Lake, which is the next desktop processor, and uh, Lunar Lake, which is the next mobile processor, are going to play out. But since we're talking about these for 2024, it sounds like we're going to be seeing these at the same time. But for me, um, you know, they made the, the they, they they really are emphasizing the performance improvements, but it's performance improvements over Meteor Lake and not uh, the 13th gen stuff. So I'm not expecting a whole heck of a lot as far as performance increases. Uh, This is kind of like, you know, you go back to the old days uh, when you don't have the performance, you push platform, and that's what we're seeing right now. Thunderbolt 5 is going to be out here. But again, it's going to be discrete. Uh, we don't know what's going to cost. Uh, we don't know what OEMs are going to go ahead and opt for it. So it's going to be an interesting year as far as that particular aspect is concerned. Yeah. We are seeing you know, back to PCI Gen 5. Uh, the memory is actually a little bit slower than Meteor Lake because of the old architecture. So it's the 5,000-ish. Uh, I think it's 5,600. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 5,600 yeah. versus the 72, 73. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's and, and, and honestly, you can argue that they they stripped AI out of it because last generation, 13th gen, they were bundling some of them with Movidius cards, these first gen AI cards. Nothing fancy, but uh, this time they decided not to do that. Uh, Meteor Lake is the home of AI. So um, it's... um, well, it's going to be kind of an interesting year for them as far as the mobile space. Help is me concerned. understand. I still, sure. you had an awesome interview with Dan Rogers, right at Intel. Yep. Go watch it uh, yep. over on the channel. It's already live. Uh, and you would ask them about the difference between Core and Core Ultra, right? And right, he said right. something. He said like every Core is an Ultra, but every Ultra is not a Core. That's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah, one's yeah. a superset of the other. That's right. Yeah. yeah, and so like I don't know. I remember early on we were trying to be like, okay, when they first. Like uh, maybe it was Intel Innovation when they first, you know, announced the the Ultra, right. and we were like, okay, what is what does Ultra denote yeah. versus a core that's not mm-hmm. Ultra? These HX chips, I mean, they're beasts. Yeah, like, they are. They're just like, they're just core. They're just not called Ultra. Right. So does that mean that Ultra is AI? Does that mean that Ultra is? Pro- I mean, it can't be probably processing. disaggregated chips. Yeah, that would be and, my uh, guess. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, right. So you th- oh maybe in the future Core is monolithic. 
yeah. and right. Ultra is right. for, but, for you know, now but until tr- everything. The other thing that's going to try to do, though, is get away from the 14th gen, 13th gen nomenclature, which is going to be a really stupid thing because then you get into that whole MacBook stone where it's like MacBooks 2021 or the MacBook 2022. I well, hope they don't go that route. I think they're going to change the numbers because the first gen is like Core Ultra 9 175H. Right. But I, I, mean, I you, would expect the next one to be Ultra know, 9 275H. Right, but how do you describe that? Also, yeah, I yeah, really hope that they get around to it sooner rather than later because I've heard plenty of people, vendors, referring to Meteor Lake as 14th gen. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I do a, it, too. Just as a shorthand, Absolutely. Right? I know, mean, who's, like, who's not going to do that? Yeah. yeah. Right. So, like, yeah. If, if, if Intel doesn't want that, right. they Which need to kind of lead, yeah. the, they need to lead the charge and, on and that. I, and I have to say, we're, we're, we're hearing a, a, a kind of a – we're, we're we are hearing some, some – some, some, not grumbling, but we're hearing some concerns, I think, from OEMs about – Performance uh, and how things aren't necessarily stepping ahead as maybe they wouldn't like. Uh, you know what, what essentially Intel is doing with Meteor Lake is it's it's, it's, it's with no battery li- with more battery life. It's, it's 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 stripping weight out of the notebook. I mean, you can make an all week notebook. It's just going to be a foot thick and ten pounds. Um, but you know, by removing some of the um, you know extending the battery life, you can make the the, the notebook thinner. And some people love that, uh, and some people don't. So, yeah. I mean, that's what Core HX is supposed to fill. So that's going to be the gaming laptop processor, and Ultra will be the productivity processor. So, so uh, Gordon is in the chat. Hi, oh, Gordon. Good hello, to see Gordon. you. Uh, he says, uh, it feels like the judgment on Meteor Lake is still TBD. Now, yeah. now they... they Until we test it, it sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, Intel, I mean, there was... It officially launched. We have a review of a laptop. You know, there has been testing out right. there. And then they had these workshop days... For people to come in and do testing, right? Just real quickly, what what were they like having people test, especially for was it AI workloads? Yeah, that was the that was the emphasis for this year was was AI workloads, and they had a number of different applications. They had um, you know Stable Diffusion versus with GIMP, uh, where we had basically text generation. They had uh, the Audacity demo they've shown before, where you can sort of strip yep. out various instruments. You can do uh, music generation. You can separate into lyrics. Um, they had, you know, it basically it was like, hey, you can come in and run it, whatever benchmarks you wanted to. But they had certain ones they wanted you to run. Uh, the one of the thing that we just filed a story on today was just the fact that, you know, uh, they really hyped up the fact that AI equals NPU. And, you know, we need to, I mean, uh, we kind of need to stay, take a step back and just remind people that it's not necessarily true. I mean, you, you've had an AI PC probably until now, especially if you had a pretty powerful GPU. And uh, one of the things that I did, I didn't have too much time because I was interviewing Dan, but... Um, you know, we looked at uh, the proportions of the uh, NPU, GPU, and a- or, uh, GPU, NPU, and uh, CPU uh, in the ProSign benchmark. And okay. the nice thing about ProSign is you can actually test it with each particular aspect of it. You can test the yeah, NPU, yep. isolated, the GPU. And, you know, the NPU score was 356. The GPU score was 552. CPU was 196. So the NPU is in, in, in AI is 82% faster than the CPU. And the GPU is 55% faster than the NPU. So the GPU is still what you want as far as AI is concerned. The NPU is there and it's cool. For pure performance. For pure performance. For longevity, for those long Zoom calls where you're trying to strip the background, the NPU makes sense. But Efficiency. Efficiency. But again, there's going to be a portion of the audience that cares more for performance. Less for efficiency, so which is why Nvidia is like, well, you're already been doing it with us. Yeah, it's Nvidia. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're all performance. <laughs> yeah. uh, to go back and do a video real quick, we we do have a uh, super chat. Uh, 
uh, $2.79 Canadian dollars from coffee. Thank you so much. Said, which super seems to be the deal on paper anyway? Which one, which one do you feel like, oh, okay, you know what? That's the best of the supers. I haven't tested any of them, so it's hard to call. But just based on what I see on paper, I will go with the 4070 super just because I'm biased towards more affordable price points. And I feel like uh, $600 is good for a really high-end 1440V GPU. And this should have roughly 20% more performance. So okay. on paper, I think I'm going to like that the most. Okay. I was leaning towards the TI again, the TI Super. Mm-hmm. It's just, you just don't hate it. I don't, you know, it's it, it took it from on paper, of course on paper, it took it from the don't hate it category to, okay, all right, more memory bandwidth, more memory Mm-hmm. I, it, when it counts, the performance will be there. I, I would imagine, like most things, it's not going to be a huge difference. But when it matters, it's going to happen. Well, that, that's the one that has dual AV1 encoders, right? The, the 4070 doesn't. That's the other right? thing. Like, yeah, okay. I like the dual encoding. It's, yeah. it, it makes before, a difference. Before yeah. it was 4080 exclusive, but the 4070 Ti Super uses the same die as the 4080 mm. does. So that's the reason you get dual AVI on it now. Okay. That's why you get the more memory and the bigger bus width and everything. Okay. Yeah. So. Anyway, uh, uh, back to Intel. Anything else they showed off of note that you want to chat about? Or um, I mean, I guess we kind of left it on AI. We could just talk about AI because that's. I'm like down. The, the, I feel like that's like. Yeah. What the show? We, every the, single meeting we have been to. Yeah. They've been like, "Hey, have you heard of this thing called AI?" Not just one, every single meeting, every single booth of the show seems to emphasize AI in some Here, way. Yeah, I, it, I can talk about AI. Yeah, yeah I am talking about. Yeah, AI yeah anything that you were like, yeah. "Oh yeah, that was actually a good, you know, yeah. use of AI," or, uh, or do you just want to talk about in general? Good use of AI yeah. uh-huh. would be GPU powered NVIDIA different tools. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, every I've. We've gone to several vendor booths, Asus, you know, a bunch of them, all over the place. And I made a point of going and looking at the AI stuff of every booth and taking note. And I also just filed a story about this because I was looking to see what practical uses could you use these NPUs and AIs and everything for. And to me, the answer is, like, not much so far. It's kind of gimmicky. Like, you can set it. Some of them, it depends. There's vendor by vendor. Uh, they're all d- doing their own things. Mm. But it mostly seems to be like, okay, if you're gaming, we'll change the screen brightness and bump up the fans. Uh, you can do stuff with stable diffusion now. Yeah. Uh, you can check out your hardware you know, specs. Uh, Lenovo's doing some really cool stuff. It was showing off a concept called AI Now, uh, where you can train a local knowledge base, kind of like I was just talking about chat with RTX, where you point it to your local files, and it, without going to the cloud, will go through there and you can ask questions like tell me the summary of all the stuff I did last week at work or what what happened in May of last year kind of a deal which like, is pretty like cool. Like if you had your, all your articles yeah, or yeah. something you know like, so like, if you oh, point hey, out your documents. This is my rental agreement where is, how, how, how can I get yeah. away yeah, yeah. with them I, and, you know, with my or hey what, yeah. what, what was my re- uh, recap my review of the 4070 Ti yeah, yeah. Ah. and so that's that would be helpful <laughs> uh, and so that was pretty cool but unfortunately it was just a demo it's coming to China first and Right now, it wasn't even running on the MPU. They hope to get it running on the MPU, but it's running on the CPU. So just all the MPU power stuff, I was really excited to see practical, tangible things that normal people could use. Because, yes, there is a lot of stuff for creators. There's DaVinci Resolve, Photoshop, stuff like that. That's all great. Stable Diffusion. Yeah. 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 But that's not what normal people use. And everything for normal people just seems a little gimmicky so far. To me, if you want an AI PC right now, you want an NVIDIA graphics card, they're doing practical stuff. 
that makes a difference to how you use your computer. Yeah, I mean, and the nice thing is too is that the idea is that you get the the hardware bucket out there first, and then you fill it with software. It's a lot easier to write code than it is to make chips. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. Which I get it. It's right. like a chicken and egg thing. Yeah, like, absolutely. I'm not poo pooing necessarily the idea of NPUs. I'm just saying right now, like, don't rush out and feel like you have to buy one of these so-called AI PCs because yeah. no. that's going to be a while. Yep. Yeah, that's that right. was the other way to put yeah, it. Right. right. It's like, yeah. hey, if if you feel like, oh man. Do I need to get yeah. the new thing? Eh, you know what? You're probably fine for now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not only you don't, get a you, graphics you don't card. need to buy anything, you can use the cloud. I mean, the Linux oh, cases. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the only real reason to use, a lot of the reason that they're talking about to use local AI is for privacy. Yeah, I'm not entirely convinced that people are going to care that much about it. I mean, sure, if you're talking about AI, home yeah. mortgage documents or something of that sort, absolutely. But if you're talking about, like, hey, tell me a story about uh, a dog named Bill who goes to the moon. No one's going to care about that. Uh, so that's I mean, a beautiful yeah. story. Yeah, it is a beautiful story. Yeah. <laughs> He's a good dog. <laughs> yeah. uh, actually, I uh, can't remember who I was talking to, but they were talking about, oh, well, uh, Copilot, you know, built into Windows is going to use this stuff. And I was like, well, actually, it's be everyone, be everyone knows it's going to yeah, eventually, yeah. but it yeah. hasn't yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's not Microsoft's messaging right, right now. Right. You know, they're like, no, actually, the cloud is awesome. Yeah, I uh, really believe when Snapdragon X Elite hits, that's when you're going to see Copilot uh, okay. for a local, run local. Interesting. As when Microsoft has made Windows an arm, it's, little, it's baby okay. for the last few years. So I, I expect it to happen. Real side note, uh, did Qualcomm have anything here? Or? No, they no, didn't. Okay. Uh, they had a conversation, one of those conversations on stage, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. which, you know, uh, they did it differently. This day, you know, in years past, they've had people. I mean, God, remember the Krasanich years where they had like BMX bikers and doing tricks and drones and all that kind of weird stuff. And this year, it's like very, oh, I believe in AI. You know, it's very, it's very, very staid sort of. Uh, oh, camera just went. Uh oh, uh oh, it's okay. Uh, Somebody, hit, no, that's fine. He'll he'll fix it. Yeah. Uh, we're we're gonna get a little tilted angle. <laughs> we just all need to go like this. A small a earthquake hit yeah, the LGC. It, it, <laughs> it happens. It's live. It's your it's your monitors. It is not the camera. Yeah. Yeah. We well, control the horizontal. So, and anyway, Qualcomm just had a big event where it did introduce exactly. Snapdragon yeah. X. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. they did that big thing right in December. Right. Yeah. So. yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking of monitors, we got a, another uh, two Canadian dollar super chat. I guess Canada's up right now. Thank you. Uh, from Skeet Sayer, friend of the show Skeet Sayer, says, uh, are we going to see those 3D monitors anytime soon? The spatial effect ones. You read yeah, about we that, right? saw that. Yeah, we saw those with Acer. Yeah, um, yeah. Which, right. I mean, they did show off last year, spatial but it's effects. definitely coming to more uh, products. Actually, at GDC, uh, Gordon and I covered a, an external uh, monitor now they have a, a bigger size of it too. Yep. So laptops, monitors. I don't know. What do you What do you think I about mean, the, you're the, in the video space? Free? So you're probably more better to talk about than we are. I mean, uh, I, I it's yeah. a little gimmicky to me. That's yeah, it. right. I, I, yeah, sorry for audio listeners. That was my my that shoulders shrugging. shrugging as much as I could. <laughs> violent shrugs. <laughs> yeah, violent shrugs. Yes. <laughs> they tried. They've tried 3D monitors before. It didn't work. Right. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't this is glasses free. I like yeah, that. And no. and actually, uh, yeah. So the Acer one, they actually have a team of people who are uh, they're like because for gaming, mm -hmm. a lot of times you're like, oh, the developer you know needs to put that kind of stuff in. Acer actually has a team where they're going in and translating it using their own like software to do it, which is cool. And uh, last time I told them, I think it was at our pre-brief, mm. or last time I asked, I was like, oh, have you kept up cadence with that? Because at GDC, they were like, oh, yeah, we're planning X amount of numbers a month. And supposedly they have kept up with the cadence, which is cool, but it's still, yeah. you know, we're talking about in the dozens. I, yeah. know, I always worry about fatigue, yeah. eye fatigue with something like that. How is my eyes going to react after yeah. eight hours? Well, I always yeah. am. Yeah. yeah. Well, at, at like, so the Acer one, the one that I liked, 
because there, there's two different uh, versions of it. And I can't remember. I think Asus had the one that it comes pulls out, mm. and the Acer one goes in. That's right. That's right? right. Yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. thing. So yeah. like going in makes me think of the 3DS. So I did kind of like it, but when it was a, on a laptop or an external monitor, it was only like a 24-inch monitor, and I was like, okay, this is it's a cute monitor. I'm not a 24-inch kind of guy. Right. <laughs> I need something a little bigger. Uh, but now that they got the bigger one, I was like, oh, okay, that that's cool. I don't know, but yeah, would I use it all the time? No. I, I, do I have a use for it? Uh, there are people who do visual artists. Uh, you know, I totally get that, but I don't think it's going to get widespread. Yeah, that was, I mean, that yeah. was it was designed for asset creation, right? Like if you were making a model for a Minecraft oh. or something like that, sort of yeah, making a monitor, uh, and you'd be able to sort of rotate it. Around. Well, and of course, yeah. Gordon's in the chat, and he says haters because uh, yeah, he he loves this. He loves this tech. <laughs> It seems like it'd be cool for SolidWorks, like CAD yeah, design. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but sure. I don't know that I would want it outside of that. Yep. For yep. myself, that's just me, a personal stance. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, speaking of monitors, though, like, everyone is pushing new monitors. I feel like that is the other thing, too. Is that like, is my favorite part of the show. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay, talk about it. Yeah. Why are you excited? I'm just excited to see OLED and mini-LED everywhere. Yeah, And I'm excited true. to high see refresh rate high refresh rates. Uh, every price point, every, yeah. every size. You still ain't gonna get one for five hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, although you yeah. will by the end of the year. Right. Check our predictions episode. Uh, <laughs> but like, we had a couple reviews up on the website today because Alienware was able to send us the monitors early of uh, the first four K two hundred and forty hertz. Oh. It's not the first, oh, but it's a two K four K two hundred and forty hertz monitor. It's got OLED. superb OLED. It's oh, got God. superb color gamut. It's got like. He calls it the ultimate OLED dream that you're looking for. I know. And he compares it to the Asus ProArt, actually. Asus uh, had our go-to for content creator monitor forever because the ProArt rocks. Yeah. Cost $3,000. <laughs> he says this one is not quite as good, but it's huh. like 98% of the way there. The ProArt one is OLED? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, he said this one is not quite as good, but it's 98% of the way there. 1200 bucks. Oh, okay. So I'm excited to see that. They also announced, uh, Alienware announced a 360 hertz 1440p Dang. OLED. Wow. And that thing is only, I think, 800 bucks? See, that's, that's where it gets yeah, interesting, right? That's, that's the yeah. one that got me excited. But yeah. the, everywhere, everywhere you're seeing that, you're seeing OLEDs here, you're seeing them at every booth. And they look good, and the prices are starting to come down. There's still luxury purchases, but the prices are dropping fast enough that with sales, I bet you by next year, it won't be an outrageous luxury purchase like it is right now. Yeah, it's definitely on my radar this year. Yeah. Well, I feel like it was on your radar last year. You it were was like, on there, yeah, yeah. but I was waiting for the prices, and, and it, the, the technology was moving so fast that I was scared to buy it because for what you would spend then to what you get now for that money... That, that Alienware one, like, I'm just going to tell you, if you have the opportunity to look at one, don't do it unless you're ready to buy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, like, we were standing there and Brad was playing on it. I was like, I don't know that I want to touch that thing. And then I did. It was bad. Bad news. Mm-hmm. Bad news. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to find a way to justify that one when I get home. Now, there yeah, is like, no mini LED consortium, right? No technology consortium. Because the reason I ask is because OLED pretty easy to tell, you know, display rate and so forth. But, you know, with many LED, the one thing you care about is just, just dimming zones, mm-hmm. and you have to, like, look in the its specs to find those. It would be nice if they had, like, an M- a mini LED, like, it would be. 2400, or, you know, something, some spec that tells you, oh, this is a me- this gives me X number of dimming it's zones. It's mostly just LG and Samsung. That I know, I know, I know. Like, yeah. AU electronics yeah. and stuff are around, right. but it's mostly LG and yeah. Samsung. No, I know. 
I mean, I like him at mini LED. I have a monitor yeah. at home like that. But again, yeah. all of a sudden, once you once you get one, like then all of a sudden dimming zones become yeah. part of your vocabulary. Speaking, <laughs> of, speaking of LED, when the Asus booth right over there, they have right there the world's fastest 27-inch OLED monitor. Nice. They have How another fast? one next to it that's uh, 100 and I think 20 hertz at 4, 120 hertz at 4K and 480 hertz at 1880p. Hortons. That you can switch between Ooh. them. Ah, right. Adaptive oh, sync. Yeah. That's the yeah. And that dual yeah. mode. Yeah, yeah, dual mode. Yeah, yeah. yeah, adaptive sync. Yep. Is one of those the one with Pulsar? Yep. No, not over no. here. No. Yeah, no, that's okay. the thing that I liked about it. I wrote about that too, and I went to see the bo- in the booth. I mean, uh, up until now, if you had a four, uh, like a 60 hertz 4K and you wanted to switch into 1080p, it was still 60 hertz. And these days now, what they're doing with adaptive sync is that you have you have one resolution and one re- and one ref- uh, one resolution and one refresh rate, and you can switch to another resolution and a secondary refresh rate. And I think that's really cool. It's like a you know, it's that's like wild. you have one monitor that you work on, and then you, it transforms into a, a cooler monitor. Well, not a cool monitor, but a different monitor when you're after when you're working, you're gaming. I think it's really yeah. neat. Yeah. I like the idea. I want to I I want to see how the implementation goes because the first ones I'm seeing, like this one here, is 4K and 1080p. Which makes sense because four 1080p fits into a 4K. 1080p, yeah, according to the spec, integer. 1080p is a minimum. So, yeah. yeah, right. But uh, to me, that's too big of a jump. If I have a 4K really? monitor and I use it for work, the most I don't want to jump down to is 1440p. Really? So I really want to see a 4K, 1440p dual aspect. To me, 4K, 1080p, I can see the appeal for certain kinds of people. But to me, the size screen that you would want for 4K, you wouldn't want for 1080p gaming. It would get. I mean, yeah, unless blurry. didn't they say like it's shrunk? You know, it's like one to one pixels. So like if you're pay- playing a game where you don't want to have too much out of your periphery, that you actually yeah. want the 1080p because it's yes. smaller yeah. on the screen. Yeah. So yeah. I guess that's that. an op. You do that? Yeah, I do that. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. I, well, I, I've got an ultra wide panel, and oh. if I play in like a shooter, oh, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Like especially if I'm playing with friends and we're playing like Call of Duty. Got it. Got it. Got instead it. of a 34 inch at. 3440 by 1440, I'll run just 1920 by 1080, and I'll have it as like a 24, 25 inch screen huh. in the center using integer scaling. Yeah. Interesting. So that it's pixel perfect. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's only two. It's they only switch back and forth between two. There's not like an option for a third resolution refresh rate, which is you can maybe still the just adjust the resolution. I'm sure, but then you get the traditional blurriness and stuff. Yeah, you know. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, what What about burn in? I know people always bring it up. Yeah, with you know, like. Uh, yeah. Anyone here talking about, oh, look, we've got new technology to help fight burn-in, things like that? The the response that I kept getting when asked about it was they, they don't seem very concerned about it anymore. Mm. They've got mitigations in a lot of them. MSI was one. Yeah, MSI, about MSI had a technology called iCare2 mm. where, like, uh, commonly on, like, an ultra-wide, you would do two panels, side, two windows side-by-side, side, so yep. you'd have that black stripe down the middle. And oh, iCare2, one of the features it does is dims that so you don't get that burned into your monitor. Uh, another thing they do is if you're on the desktop for a long time, uh, it'll actually dim the brightness of the desktop icons hmm. so that Repression. those don't get burnt. Yeah, and they oh. slightly reposition huh. them. That's so huge. those are good, but in general, I agree with Keith. People are like, it's mostly not a big deal. We're trying to figure out these edge cases that are left. Yeah, just in case. Yeah. But, but and it's not a it's not a problem with mini LED. Yeah, no. not whatsoever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mini LED, you pay even more right. for yeah. it. Just yeah. LED. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, what next? What do, what do we want to talk about that people are excited to see? Well, any any other big news? Stuff. Oh, you, yeah. yeah. Okay. Was well, there I, any other big news though to cover? That I still like the memory, the AI accelerators. That's just me. Oh yeah. 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 So that was one of your favorite things. That was one of my favorite things. Right. I nominated for best of CES. I mean, this is something that is not here, 
this is something this is a startup the startups doing these things but and we saw two we saw memory x and we saw canara uh they're being used by lenovo in a desktop in a think center and i mean it's not like this is world beating at this point in time but lenovo is talking to us and they're telling us that they're involved with perhaps as many as a dozen uh, chip vendors out there. Uh, these guys are making little PCI Express cards as well as USB. Uh, so they can be added to inside of a notebook or a desktop or specific, or even, I suppose, connected to a, a USB port as well. And, um, you know, this is not, like I said, this is not a, a, few, a technology that's here now, but it's something that's potential. And I am excited to see, I do remember the days of 3D effects and rendition. And I remember how we went from very basic hardware to where we are today and I mean it's I mean if these guys are competing against AMD and Intel and Qualcomm to drive AI I'm really interested to see what all pans out of that because that's a lot of competition a lot of competition drives innovation very quickly and things have been going very quickly already but I had some really interesting discussions with people you know as they were doing it with both vision AI and running local LLMs and so forth and you know, I'm interested to see where this comes from. Uh, this is not a again not, not a technology for today; it's a technology for tomorrow. But I was about as excited as I've been for a new technology in a while. So, nice. yeah, I think one of my favorite things is also a big trend at the show. Do you want me to touch on that? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, so one of my favorite things at the show here was actually we we started talking about it at Computex last year: the war on cables. Oh yes, main gear, yes. Main gear, uh, MSI, and ASUS are all showing off. Like these products are getting real like uh, yep. swung by the MSI booth and they had a whole series of different builds from different case vendors you nice. know main gear was there obviously because he's been working with them but uh Corsair Fantex Corsair Fantex yeah, yeah all, all different yeah. kinds of ones built out you know using obviously the uh, their internal hardware MSI's motherboard and graphics graphics card but the one that actually intrigued me the most was right here at the ASUS booth uh, literally right on the other side of that wall. Uh, they're calling their initiative BTF, yep. uh, which I was told officially meant back to front, but I was looking at their press release, and it means it back, to, back the future, to the future, yeah, which yeah, makes yeah. sense <laughs> I don't know. because it, the whole thing is you're moving all the connectors on the motherboard to the back, and they expect this to be the future of the PC. I've heard both. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what's really cool about the ASUS version there is that the competing options from MSI and Main Gear, you still have the cables going into your graphics card. So you say it's a cable-free interior of a PC, but then you have the biggest possible power cable sticking out of your graphics card still. Uh, ASUS, what they did is put a 600-watt PCIe LIL connector hmm. on the back of the graphics card next to the normal PCI-16 in a corresponding motherboard slot. So you plug that in, you don't have any wires. Hmm. But the thing that also got me excited about seeing that is that they started a thing called the BTF Alliance, where they already have 11 of the, pretty much all the major case vendors you could think of, Lian Lee, Corsair, Fantex, Cooler Master, all those guys, yep. already yep. signed up for this BTF alliance to support this BTF proprietary semi-standard. It's not a standard whatsoever. It's proprietary. Not yet. It'll get but, there. It'll yeah. get there. But, uh, and we're already seeing them around. Like, I was just at Corsair's booth this morning, and they had, you know, a case there that supported... Both Project Zero from MSI and BTF. That's so cool. yeah, it looks like the industry is actually getting behind it. And we were a Cooler Master, and they had a case that supported all three. Yeah. Like yeah. They, yeah, they were like, sure. yeah, you know what? It, for now, we might as well just widen the keep out zones just a little bit, and then it, yeah. it, it gets everyone. So nice. we're close. We're yeah. close to, I think, you know, everyone kind of agreeing yeah. to it. It just needs to get there. Yeah. And the uh, to touch on the the BTF 
graphics cards, that particular motherboards that they have also just support a regular graphics card. Yep. They're not making you use the BTF version of the graphics card. It's an mm. option. I mean, so, it's it's a bundle for first. Though. Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. yeah. So later you would have to buy it separate, sure. but. But it's just it's nice to know that they're not gonna down the road. It's not gonna be like only this way of doing. It. Yeah. Yeah. You can still get a normal graphics card, plug it in, and power it up just like yeah. you normally. Yeah. I don't know. I I still like the Project Stealth one where they mm -hmm. actually just put the 12 volt high power cable on the side facing the motherboard. Yeah. So you get best of both worlds. It's still normal compatibility, but it's on the side that you don't see yeah. it. So, but also I, I've asked a bunch of people around the uh, you know people way smarter than me and they were like ah, actually there, there can be problems with like power traces and stuff like that so maybe it's not doable but i kind of like that i like i like if you're gonna go cable free go cable free that's kind of where i'm at so <laughs> and i yeah. love like regardless of which one becomes the standard i think something will become a standard at some point it kind of yeah, yeah. seems obvious yep. the industry Agreed. wants to move in this direction but uh they look gorgeous. Like they really no matter do. what yeah. they are, yeah. they're all gorgeous, and I love it. They're so clean. Yeah. But, and mm. so it, it, it's a couple things too. We've talked about this a couple times, but the it's beautiful. But the build experience is also like much easier. I, I got yeah. a chance to build in a Project Zero case system uh, before uh, Christmas, so so go watch the video over that because like building in it was like oh okay I think that's where the real magic is because not only is it easy to build in. Like it just you, you plug everything in, and then you got to worry about cable management. You just shut the door, and you're like, "I'm done." And it's beautiful. I, I haven't actually watched that video. I think I'll do that on no, the plane. No, yeah. You should watch that Did video. Did it cut the amount of time, or is it just the simplicity yeah. of it? Uh, I mean, both. It depends. I I built right. I feel like for new people, it would really cut down on time of like snaking the cable through and being right, like, right. "Oh crap, which side?" You know, like that kind of thing. Uh, but for me, like it was like, "Oh, I just I just popped it in. Boom, 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 boom." Holy wow, that was but easy. The, the only the only caveat is the, uh, you know the the test before you put it in your computer. Now you've got it sitting sideways on a box with the cable. That, that yeah, could get a little. Funny. That was the one downside. And actually, uh, we did a video with Leo from uh, Kick Guru. You're gonna have to watch that a little bit later, uh, talking about this whole backside connector stuff. And he was worried about, oh well, most people build inside the motherboard outside of the case first right yeah, cpu ram stuff like about. that yeah. yeah yeah and that's how i did it when i did it last year and i was like oh this doesn't feel right mm -hmm. but i was like well wait what's stopping me from just putting it in the case first and building yeah. it that way because wow. then you put it in hmm. the case you know lay it down put it in the case do what i need to do and then flip it over do what i need to do and then done uh, so, so having I, it on the backside would make that much easier. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and, that, and that's probably why. Like, yeah, but no, no, they yeah, do doing it on the box a couple times. I was like, are all, any of these uh, PWM fan editors going to be uh, like bent when I turn it around? Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I think that is one thing is it feels a little more prone to error. But then again, I mean, you could. You could really bend those pins on a normal motherboard anyway. So. I just wish they would standardize the case connector pins so you just have one big slot that chunks uh, in already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. CES2025, make it happen. <laughs> right. right. Have a standard yeah, yeah, yeah. by then, please. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, uh, I mean, the, the other announcement uh, from uh, Asus about this is that uh, at Computex, they showed off the Tough Gaming line. They, you know, it was more of a concept, and they went with Tough. But then they're also showing their ROG line here with a 4090 and like their high-end stuff. So they're like, hey, yep. we, we got our Tough Series, which is more mid-range, and then our high-end uh, ROG line that is like 
like yep. real pretty. So yeah. you know they're they're trying to nook over there. Yeah, as well. yeah. Oh, a nook. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, yes. They yeah. do have a nook here too, yeah. which is cool for, for um, if Elaine is still here. Yeah, I know. You know I was thinking yeah. of her exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they're continue. They had bought the business <laughs> from Intel, uh, yeah. right? And then yeah. yeah right. So yep. this is the first kind of iterations of that and a gaming nook. Mm-hmm. Uh, so cool stuff, yeah. but. To me, I think those are the major themes for the PC at this show. Yeah. AI, yep. uh, monitors, and this whole wireless interior cabling thing. To me, those were the three things that stood out for me. I like it. I like it. And uh, earlier, I wanted to go back to uh, to Gordon. He had a, a comment because I was like, oh, is there any other news to cover? I forgot we had a, a little bit of uh, exclusive news. We interviewed Tom Peterson from Intel. Oh, yeah. Uh, definitely go watch that video. Yep. and. We, uh, it was a good interview talking about uh, various things, arc and graphics related. But at the end, I had to ask about Battle Mage. <laughs> and he did say, I think, I don't remember the direct quote, but I believe it was 30% of the team is working on the... the uh, Battle Mage software. Battle Mage software. And the rest of the team is, is started to already work on Celestial hardware. Hmm. Yep. Uh, so, and, they, and they already have uh, units in for Battle Mage. And it's, you know, he didn't want to get too into... Yeah into the detail Just, I get it but unfortunately that is that yeah. is very get the standard right. for get the drivers uh, right graphics card development yep. those chips are several years out but that's an important point for him to make because those rumors would just not die that they were going to kill the graphics department oh yeah and i think that's yep. kind of what he was indirectly touching on like we're already past battle mage we're yep. fine tuning the bugs celestial's still coming we're here for the long haul and so. it's it's a it's a tightrope to walk where you want to talk about the new thing, but you don't want to talk about it too much because that's kind of what bit them before. Yeah, they, yep, that's right. They talked about it for yep, way too yep, much, yep, and then yep, it's like, oh, yep. this is what it it's is. Like, when's so, it coming? Yeah, so yeah. The, I mean, I could tell he was excited about it and probably wanted to talk more about it, but was like, you know what, we're we're gonna hold off for now, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and see what comes uh, a little bit later. So that was that was breaking news, uh, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> uh, and Gordon was excited about it. Yeah. Um, we do have a five dollars super chat from friend of the show. Uh, he's calling himself SQ Jester now. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Uh, he said, skinny boys don't have a mic rest. Mm-hmm. Laughs with a mouthful. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're holding up mics. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, if I can talk about something that I was very excited about. You got excited mm-hmm. this week? I, I got excited about a couple things. Actually, real quick, the NR200P V2. I put up a video of it today. You know, like, I feel like that was the, the case that really... You know, kind of rev- not revolutionized. Uh, renaissance. The renaissance of, of mini ITX, small form factor, oh. right? A lot of people bought it, built in it. It was so easy, it was so customizable. Yeah. Uh, they had different versions of it, and then this is the NR200P V2. Um, and they made some interesting changes. Honestly, TLDR, it's like a NRP, uh, I mean, an NR200P Max that came bundled with a 280 millimeter cooler. Uh, and only supported vertical GPUs. This is essentially, for the most part, that case, mm-hmm. but without those things included. Oh, and the power supply in the Max. So, like, the V2 is actually, it's, and the, the, the comments are actually pretty angry because they're like, oh, it's a downgrade. One of the things I loved about the NR200P is that you could configure it so many different ways. Uh, you know, did you want uh, a, yeah, a normal horizontal GPU? Did you want vertical? Yeah. Do you want uh, a low profile cooler? Do you want a tower cooler? Do you want to have a, an AIO mounted against the, the side? It was just like, like the options were endless. This definitely locks you into now saying, hey, you know what? The best configuration here is a vertical GPU with a 280 millimeter AIO in hmm. the top. 
it's still easy to build in. It's I, can, I can see that complaint, though. I could. Yeah. yeah. So, I, no. I've got the case, and I have a horizontal, regular mounted graphics yeah, card yeah, yeah. and a low profile cooler. I'm not going to buy the new one. It's to do yeah. the same thing, but I get it. it I, yeah, I, I thought it was interesting that they called it the V2, though. I mean, to. to that signifies, hey, this is the next one, sure. right? Yeah. And a lot of people, rightfully so, in the in the the comments, were saying like, well, no, why didn't you just call like the, this the, the max minus or something? You yeah. know, it's like it's Ooh. the max, but you don't have to buy our proprietary or not proprietary, but our bundled cooler and power supply yeah. and stuff. So anyway, that I got excited about that. Yeah, great. Uh, but really, what I got excited <laughs> about for was handhelds. Uh, if you don't oh, know. Yes. Surprise. Yes. Yes. If you don't know, Shocker. I don't like That's my right. handhelds. I actually brought a couple of them with me on my trip because <laughs> I knew we were going to see something. We were going to see this. <laughs> Any excuse. Oh, the MSI goodness. Claw. Yeah, I've got one right here in my hands for the audio listeners. Uh, I was able to sneak this away from the MSI booth. So a uh, couple things uh, about this that's interesting is first, MSI's first foray into the the handheld market obviously asus yep. here has the the rg yep. ally yep. and Steam that deck is kind of the big one yep. yeah but more importantly this is the first one to feature intel meteor lake uh which you know like i i haven't tested it i kind of played around with it here it's not the best environment to really play around right. with it uh and they say the dri the drivers aren't final the hardware is not completely final yada yada, yada. it's ces it's it's ces right i, I get it and I don't know, there's still a lot of hate out there, people being like, oh, the power efficiency is not going to be there, the battery life is going to be horrible. But <laughs> yeah. MSI is saying, hey, you know, uh, pound for pound, uh, you're going to get uh, the AAA gaming, quote unquote, AAA gaming is going to be two hours because it has a huge 58 watt, hour, 58 watt hour battery. And that is the yep. largest of any of these handhelds. Yeah. So yep. they're saying with the larger battery and the power efficiency of Meteor Lake, What's the, screen resolution? What's the screen resolution? Uh, so uh, 12, 1280, no, no, 1920 by 1080, okay. 120 hertz, uh, 7 inches. Uh, so, I mean, honestly, yeah. it's it's kind of the same, almost the same panel as the Ally, yeah. like for the most part. Right. Uh, but have, Adam, have you held Adam, it? I, I have. It's it's wonderful. But, but how does everybody know all of the results? Oh, no, yeah. Well, cause, because uh, this is the first Meteor Lake like, handheld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are I mean, all real assumptions that everybody's making. And, yes. and in our in our interview with Tom Peterson, who obviously works on the Arc graphics team, a lot of people know him from the desktop, but they're using the learnings and applying it to the Arc GPU and Meteor Lake. Hey. Uh, yeah. And he said he did. They, it was a collaboration between Intel and MSI, especially for the cooling uh, and stuff like that. So, yeah, it does AI too. Exactly. Yeah, this is the first handheld with an yeah. NPU. Oh, I did ask about that. Yep, they were like, yep. "Oh, you know, maybe some power management profile uh -huh. stuff." Uh, it's still there. Yeah, yep. they, you know, may, you know, theoretically, you know, face facial recognition and stuff. But this oh, doesn't have yeah, a. Sure. I mean, this doesn't have a built-in. What OS does it run? Windows 11. So yep. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm excited about it. Uh, I definitely. I'm, I don't get to keep this. Uh, mm -hmm. I have to take it back. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Maybe we'll just go home. Oh, man, I am so sorry. It slips right easily into a backpack. That is so weird. It's yeah. in the box. Yeah. yeah. Weigh in. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I like the design. I think it's cool. Um, I was talking to someone who hated the name, but I think it's kind of clever how MSI's logo is a dragon, so to call their handheld a claw, I dig it. Yeah, it's, uh, especially after <laughs> we went to Computex uh, and spoke with the design team for the GPUs. We've got a really good video that, that Gordon did over on the, the channel where talking about the, the designer of the GPUs and they're walking through, hey, during this series of products, you know, we kind of wanted to have s subtle uh, 
uh, claw marks, you know, to say, hey, the dragon, or we want, like, sure. dragon scales, you know, to kind of signify, you know, th they're always thinking about this kind of stuff. I, I actually feel like this is more muted than I expected. To tell you the truth, I yeah. thought it was going to be a little bit more, like, more like red, dragon like yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So what, heavier, too. Yeah, what is there, actually? I, I like the aesthetic. I mean, it, it's simple. It's just a handheld. Like that's at the end of the day, there are people being like, "Oh wow, MSI made a black RG ally." And it's like, well, it's just a handheld. Like, how do you more engineering means more cost too? Yeah, yeah. I, as long I got as you a question. Done what it does. Yes. How's it smell? Oh, I did smell. Go watch the video, <laughs> and, and I did get official approval from MSI that it's okay to smell if you're yeah. uh, MSI. Clone. Eat it, valve. No, 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 yeah, 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 eat it, valve. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, mm. I mean, it's not on right now. It smells like I, I think I can turn it on. I think the, the battery is just really low. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, so I don't Oh, there it is. Yeah, you can turn it on. It's got a little bit more R, uh, RGB. You got the around the ring lights. These are uh, Hall Effect joysticks and triggers. And then the face buttons actually have RGB on them, too. So if you hold it there long enough, somebody at home has got a stopwatch to see how long it takes to boot it. <laughs> actually, you know what? There was a comment on the video of like, oh, hey, in your video, uh, you know, just sitting there, they're talking. Like, I saw the, the percentage point tick down. The like, battery efficiency is horrible. Went, it went down one over. Like, the funny thing is, it took like over 20 minutes to film that it was like one percent I, wa I watched it while we were doing the editing i was like how low is that gonna go and i was like it barely moved yeah yeah so i don't know i mean the, you know it's it's early I, i'm gonna yeah wait for final judgment obviously when it comes out but either way handhelds get me excited yes especially <laughs> so. especially early software for something like this on a newer platform like meteor lake like don't take battery life or startup times right. on this early thing to be necessarily represented with the final yeah. product. Yep. Well, and also at the same time, even even when it launches, sometimes it launches a little early too. Like I'm not saying mm -hmm. this. I'm saying like the, the the Lenovo Legion Go had the same one, same Z1 Extreme chip as it was in the RG Ally. Yeah. But I remember running the same benchmark, and I'm like. Uh, the performance is not the same, and it took a couple months for them to like get the drivers updated, and yeah. now the performance is the same. Right. So, it it, sometimes it takes time. Sometimes Every new model yeah. justifies the category too. Yeah, and, it, and yeah. it's not just another same same right. with a new shell. Yep. Yeah. So I can appreciate the new of it, the yeah. actual yeah. new. Yeah. So, so. And hey, you know, a, a more uh, a more trusted player like MSI as opposed to a lot of the the, the Chinese based handhelds it's out there. So. So. It's not a Kickstarter, so nope. it's not a Kickstarter. Not a. I was excited to see the new Ionio running uh, Steam OS. <sighs> see, I, I I have talked <laughs> to people in the background, and it sounds like the uh, Steam OS is is not ready for the prime time. Yes, it officially exists, mm -hmm. but it is not what's on the Steam Deck. We'll see. So yeah, we'll I I actually I'm not. Uh, I'm not excited about that, <laughs> unfortunately. Not but right. I do like their little uh, dual screen yeah. flip thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah. uh, handheld rant over. I, I think I put Ooh, Gordon to sleep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Though now actually he is a fan. Yeah, I, think, I was going to yeah. say, he's a handheld. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I'll bring it up here. I haven't had a chance to talk about it. Uh, but, you know, everyone knows Gordon's not a big handheld fan, and I am. And we've had plenty of arguments about it. He's like, nah, whatever. I remember when I first brought in the Steam Deck. And I was like, dude, do you want to hold it? Check it out. And he's like, nah. And I was like, dude, come on. Really? Yeah, he's a hater about it. And then I, I messaged him over Christmas. So I was like, hey, Merry Christmas, dude. And he sent back a photo of him holding a Nintendo Switch. And he's like, dude, this thing's awesome. And I was like, you... 
<laughs> oh, you am, oh, yeah, I can't cuss on here, but, <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, well, he was like, yeah, and it makes me really want to try a Steam Deck, and I was like, <laughs> well, <laughs> to be fair, I'm a little bit in his camp, too, and the Nintendo Switch is so, so optimized with software and hardware that it's a little bit, it's easy to be a little bit more skeptical on the Windows side of things, just because of the diversity that the, the platform offers, so. Well, but also, my kid has a Switch, too, and he's absolutely right. I, it's a great I love product. Switch, yeah. yeah, right. But also, Gordon hates consoles, so not only well, is it him that. saying he yeah, loves consoles, that's true. That's he's true. saying he that's loves true. handhelds, yep. so. Yeah. Uh, now that you're saying it out loud, he's sitting at home going, you know. Oh, yep. yep. He said, it, he's, he, he's here, he said, yep. That's, he said that. So, <laughs> Oh, also, real quick on the MSI, I, something, uh, uh, somebody asked a question in the comment. They were like, oh, man, I, I'm excited for if this had Thunderbolt 5. And I was like, uh, I mean, I am too. Nah, I <laughs> expect it. Not, yeah, no, yeah, no, no. Right now it's nope. a discrete chip yeah. for the foreseeable it future. It has to be integrated before yeah. it'll come to and, something like that. Yeah, if it was a discrete chip, that costs, yep. you know. Nope, yeah, not going to so, do it. I mean, it's th Thunderbolt 4, so, you know, there are <laughs> some solutions. Uh, but... Yeah, I mean, not not exactly Thunderbolt Five. Why? I don't know why you would want it necessarily. I mean, you could do an eGPU with a handheld. Well, That'd be a little bit weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, RG has a, that's their proprietary. Yeah, yeah. Right, so exactly. right. I mean, yeah, right. imagine. Yeah. So a lot of the rumors for the Switch Two was, hey, you know, you got the power of the handheld, and then when you dock it, instead of just displaying it out, right. you actually tap into more power in there when you dock it. Oh, I see. So that's mm. that's the idea, right? That that's the goal for mine. It would be so cool mm, if I'm sitting on the couch maybe. and I'm playing, yeah, and then I'm like, oh, you know what? I want to play this on the TV, and then I dock it to an eGPU, put it on the TV, and and I got more power, right? That's the goal. Yeah, it's complicated, it, but yeah, sure, it, I guess It doesn't so. really right, work out yeah. like that all the time, yeah. but yeah, it's close. Um, oh, we just got a $10 super chat from friend of the show, Robert Lawrence. Thank you so much. Said, uh, thanks for the CES coverage. Hey, no, thank you for, for watching and reading the yeah. CES coverage. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. That yeah. means we might be able to come back out and do it next year. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, what else, what else you guys saw that you were excited? I got excited to see some micro ATX cases for a change. Yeah, no, actually, I do feel like, oh, wow, there's a lot more MicroTX options out here. Yeah. Would any of them specifically? The, the one that really stood out to me was Thermal Takes doing their 25th anniversary, and they got that nice powder blue. Oh, the, the hydrangea blue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It kinda, it's got an old Ferrari vibe to it, to me, like the old, like, you know, the, the touring cars. But they have one. It's, it's a, one of their tower series that stands up really tall. They had the full-size one. Then they had the micro ATX, or micro, the mini ITX, the really small one. Now they've got the Mini 300 Tower, Tower 300, but it's a micro ATX, but it's shaped like a capsule. It's an octagon. Oh, I did see that. Really? Yeah. yeah. It, you know, it, like imagine like a capsule in a video game. Uh, yeah, it's with, cool. Yeah, like Dr. Dr. Mario. Or, yeah. Oh, sorry. It reminded me, and it very, I'm had trying a very to think Doom a Eternal, like where the power-ups on Doom Eternal yeah, come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had yeah. a very, like one of those vibes to it, <laughs> sitting on its side, And it's tiny, up. it's cute. It's tiny-ish. I mean, it's, it's tinier than a, a lot of the other towers that are. Yeah, so, we've yeah. seen some really big cases this <laughs> week, but it was just like I said, it does support. You know, many ITX will fit in there, uh, but it's just it's nice to see micro ATX getting some love because I've seen some motherboards in the past couple of years, and unless you're running, I mean, who, who's running multi GPU anymore? I mean, it's so many builds you see have AI researchers. Well, that's, a <laughs> yeah. that's well, about it. Honestly, to tell you the truth, I've been thinking about this too. Like my home production rig, I've always like, I want full ATX. I have an add-in card. A lot of, you know, I, I don't anymore, but I used to have an add-in uh, uh, audio card. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I usually have an Elgato 4K60 for like capture stuff. And like, yeah, that was one of the things Elgato showed was a new uh, capture device. I liked and, it. Yeah, it was, it was really nice. And it was USB-C. It was tiny. And I was like... 
God, do I even really need full ATX anymore in like my production rig? Could I go smaller? It had me thinking. Yeah, yeah. right. Well, you know? and Elena's in the chat. She says, yes, Keith, yes. Micro <laughs> ATX needs more love. <laughs> it does. Um, and we got a question from Gordon. Are people making micro ATX boards or, wait, are people making micro ATX boards or at people just mounting mi mini ATX or micro ATX mm -hmm. cases, though? Not quite sure what he's saying. Uh, he's saying, are are they putting? Uh, are, are they really native, making micro so ATX yeah. motherboards, right. or oh, are are yeah, we yeah, putting yeah. the mini ITX board in there just like for adapter. all the extra room? Right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's some of both. Well, and and uh, I can't remember which vendor I was talking to because I was like, yeah, it feels like there's a trend that there's there's more micro ATX motherboards in cases, and they're like, yeah, and one of the benefits of it is cost. Well, they were like, hey, you get the benefits of a full ATX board. Yeah. You know, to a certain degree, but like it, it, it helps with cost because you don't need all those PCI lanes, all that kind of stuff. So, and I remember that conversation. He was really talking to emerging markets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like here in the states, maybe we have the space and have the room, but in other countries, like the like in, for Intel, the H class boards mm -hmm. and such. So, why not at least give those people an opportunity to have a really nice case? You know, not everybody wants the plain box that sits like a, you know, an, a library computer. Right, right, yeah. right. You know, like, give them something. Corsair had a really nice mi uh, micro ATX that case. That was actually really nice. Yeah, yeah, You know, and it's just, it's nice to see those guys getting some love, so. Yeah, no, it's it, it's quickly, it's quickly like catching my eye and being like, you know what, I could probably get away with my micro ATX. Well, because well, unless you get like the really small mini ITX cases, a lot of those ITX cases were as big as a micro ATX. Yeah. Right. They just yeah. weren't laid out really well. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, you know, those cases are a little bit bigger, but if you wanted to go my, my, the mini ITX, but do custom cooling and do add-in stuff, you've got room for all of it now, and it's yep. not much bigger. So, yeah, yeah. Let me add cool. one uh, thing, if I can change the topic, because one of the things I, I saw, too, there were some questions about Thunderbolt 5 earlier on, and so we, we actually saw a couple of early Thunderbolt 5 har uh, hardware. Uh, we saw one from J5. We saw one from uh, Hyper. And we're talking about, I, I asked a couple of questions of a couple of different folks, and if anyone's interested about Thunderbolt 5, it sounds like it's going to be coming down the pipe. Uh, they were talking early. The, the people at the booth were talking like in the first quarter, but the, the majority I talked to was saying second half of the year or around the, mid, the summertime yeah. time frame. It was interesting, too, because I went in and talked to the USB Implementers Forum, and USB 4 and Thunderbolt are essentially two sides of the same coin. USB 4 has kind of been rising notebooks. Thunderbolt Thunderbolt's in, uh, Thunderbolt is in um, uh, PCs, and... Um, I was talking to uh, the USB uh, uh, implementers forum, uh, and uh, if you might recall, USB IF does a, couple, a number of things, and one of the things they ever saw, of course, was the uh, that name change, where we had USB 3.2 Gen, uh, Gen 2, two, and, two and it just yeah. was like this horrible mess of, of yeah, nobody understood it, uh, and it was interesting because I was talking with them, and I was like, you know, you know, what, and they were kind of presenting to me how there's continuing to solve the problem. And one of the things they're doing is, first of all, they explained to me that that was never the intention to have that name put out in the market. It was an engineering spec. And for some oh, reason, yeah, yeah, OEMs yeah. just kind of latched on. Uh, I mean, they used to have like super speed and high speed and so forth. And I think that's what they intended for things to go. But for whatever reason, the OEMs just started lashing on to those particular terms. They got to so call it something. It turned into a marketing term, and then nobody understood it. And then everyone was kind of mad about the whole thing. So one of the things that I caught 
in passing, what was an interesting thing, and I hope they continue this, is that so they're showing cables and they have the uh, logos on them now, which tell people, okay, this is 20 gigabits, and it's actually on the cable itself. And what they said, and hopefully this is true, is that they aren't going to certify things with those USB 4 specs unless they have those things actually on the cable. So the logos. The logos yeah, yeah. on the cable, which I think well, is which nice. Actually, I, I do have a couple. We looked for them at oh, really? Computex, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. They're nice just because any sort of, you know, the, the best hubs, the best docs in my book actually are labeled very well. They have that 10 gigabits per second or whatever it might be. And that, I think that's the important thing. So if they have it on the cables too, you know, a lot, I have a lot of black cables, like USB-C cables in my office. Don't tell you anything oh, about yes. the capabilities of what they can do. And anything that goes beyond that and helps solve that situation is a plus in my book. Yeah, Gordon yeah. Gordon has a, a big pile of cables that he's been we testing. We all do, with don't his, we? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, we all do. <laughs> uh, but he's been testing with his little USB tester and, like, yeah. So yeah. He, he's found some interesting results before. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I have two more. Th- oh, you're going to read some? Yeah, real quick. Actually, I, I forgot to tell you, we, we visited the Patriot booth yesterday. Ah. Uh, cool stuff over there. Hi, definitely. Shannon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and one of the things he was showing off was a true USB 4 uh, drive. And, I, ah, and I, cool. I, I sent it to Gordon. Nice. And, you know, and it was a, uh, I can't remember which chipset it was, but it was, it was a true USB 4 chipset. And I was like, because last year, if you remember, Gordon made a video where he was like really trying to chase it down. And right. so far, like... Like we pre-ordered like a Zyke drive that had a true USB four controller, yeah. but it, they've been like really hard to find. They're not true USB four, and yeah, Patriots like, oh yeah, yeah, we, we got that. Yeah, so. well, I'll tell you on Amazon supposedly, according to the doc manufacturer I talked to, it's like ten to one in terms of Thunderbolt versus USB C uh, uh, yeah. in terms of the search terms. Mm. So interesting. Not all, yeah, Thunder, not, so Thunderbolt has more search. It does. I think. Oh, I think what I was asking about. I'm not sure if this is actually the case. But, you know, in the South, for example, Coke is used as a generic term for all sorts of different soft drinks. Oh, yeah. And I think that m- might be happening in some cases where Thunderbolt's now just USB-C. Brand- just branding. Yeah, like exactly. they, yeah. Right. Like yeah. Band-Aid. Yeah. yeah. So they have some, inter- you know, they've, they've uh, the document I talked to was kind of played, and that was factoring into their marketing and their, and their branding and so forth. So. Yeah, a little interesting term. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I had two more products I just want to talk yep. about real okay. quick that I really did like, and I just want to shout it out. Uh, one being, I'm not even going to try to pronounce the name. Uh, if you go to PCWorld.com and look up our best of CES, you can find the name. Uh, there's an MSI monitor. Where earlier I was saying all this AI stuff sucks and is very practical. This actually has some practical AI in it, even though it kind of sucks if you're into uh, competitive gaming legitimacy. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yes. the other side, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, this monitor came out. It's it's badass, uh, 4K, 32 inch OLED, super fast. Like everything by the specs, everything you could want. Like I was saying earlier, Beautiful. it's there. But on top of that, they actually built like they put a chip for AI into the monitor itself, and it does several different things. Like it can detect what you're doing and change how the the the, 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 the brightness and stuff like that. Everything I was talking about earlier, you like the gimmicky stuff. But also oh, has. So real quick, Elena says Brad condones cheating. <laughs> no, I said no. If you. Oh, 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 oh. But uh, I do sometimes. It's not cheating if you don't get caught. Who's it's that said it's that not cheating Rose? if you got the money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? Or if you make other people yeah. mad. But, uh, mm. This particular one it has a couple different AI effects, but uh, the one that really I found was interesting is that in League of Legends, you uh, the monitor itself actually keeps track of where the enemies are on your map on your display and so when there's enemies off screen but they're getting close to you they'll put a red skull with a directional is, arrow it is so cool showing that to you so cool. like hey watch mid there's there's enemies coming down mid 
stuff like that. They've already trained on League of Legends. They were showing it off at the show. Uh, they said they're going to train it on Dota 2 as well and other esports games. And, uh, yeah, they said since it's done in the monitor rather than in the computer, it evades all ban cheat detection software. So you won't get <laughs> yeah. in trouble. Well, uh, and you have the ability to train it yourself. Yeah. So oh, it's really? They, or they wow. said they're hoping for that to okay, happen. Okay. They're hoping for that to As happen. As if League of Legends wasn't salty it. enough. Now <laughs> we have oh, that. God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that was really cool. All the AI PCs didn't do much for me, but I'm like, that's actually pretty cool. How's this AI work? Because Brad loves cheating. I do. Hey. <laughs> uh, and the other thing, this is uh, everyone here basically has seen the Four Systems Airjet before. Mark basically wrote the first story ever on Four Airjet in a consumer publication. Adam and Gordon have obviously seen it all the time. This is my first time seeing it. Same. And it's impressive as heck. Yep. And the part that really impressed me is they were showing off how it works in SSDs. So they showed one demo last year at Computex in external SSD closures. Right. And closures. But this time, like, the results blow away what you saw at Computex. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, it's three times. If you, they took a Sabrent SSD enclosure, and which is passively cooled, and compared to just the baseline passively cooled one, it ran approximately three times faster and 20 degrees cooler because SSDs are incredibly heat sensitive these when days. When you say turn 20 degrees cooler, though, like I had Keith, I, yeah. I was like, hey, touch this one. And, and you're like, like, oh, it's warm. It's and warm. then I said, Keith, touch the other one. Yeah. And I had to go to the doctor. <laughs> yeah. no, it, was, it was hot. Like it was like, I, th I thought, yeah, at first bad. I thought he was trying to trick me with something, but yeah. it was, yeah. But they, they were, go ahead. They also had an add-in card there uh, yeah. with a, uh, an 8 terabyte. They worked with Micron to make a crucial 8 terabyte SSD, they were calling it, but it's an uh, add-in card with four 2 terabyte SSDs on there. And it had a copper backplate and four of the Airjet minis. And it made like a blazing fast 42 gigabyte per second RAID array. And again, SSDs are incredibly heat sensitive. And usually in an array like Gen that, 5, right. yeah. Yeah, and these are Gen 5. Right. And especially in an array like that, you would expect to see performance slip over time. But that cooled it so fast that it just kept maxed out 42 gigabytes per second. And it sounds like this wouldn't have happened without Gordon, right? Yeah, they called right. it the Gordon Special. Yeah. Yep, when yep, uh, he right. they stopped by the booth last year, he's like, bro, you got to put this in SSDs. you got to yep. put this yeah, in no, SSDs. Yeah, no, no. Seshu, yep. the, the CEO, was like, hey, uh, can you think about any other applications? And, and Gordon was like, SSDs. And they're like, oh, really? And he's like, no, literally, the chip is the size of an SSD. Like, yeah. I'm really intrigued by that. I'm yep. really hoping we see some of that this year. The fact that they actually teamed with Micron to make the Atom board demo like gives me enthusiasm. So I'm hoping yep. we see or AirJet and things like that. This and they year. talked about Furore's Law, too, which is basically the uh, their analogy to Moore's Law, where Moore's Law doubles the transition level every 12 to 18 months. They're talking about doing uh, doubling the cooling power every two years or even shrinking the, the Z height in the same time. So uh, it's nice that we signed product A, product B, line forward so you get a, get a sense for what's going to be coming down the pipe in a couple of years yeah fun stuff yep. lots of fun stuff yep here at ces 2024 i think overall though it like there wasn't anything that was like super crazy standout like oh boom mic drop moment everyone's talking about it it's more like there's some there's some really good trends happening you know for for different people and different styles and then there's there's like some really good mainstream announcements like i, I there was good stuff i still want to see the seer the seer is that 
propane yes. oven that has two burners on either side and cook a steak in two and a half minutes. It's $2,500, $1,000 <laughs> off of your pre-order. I want to see that in action. My father and I have had a running debate for days over whether this thing works or not. I want to see it works. Oh, and they didn't man. cook a steak for me. I was mad. Really? Yeah. Well, was they it didn't. a Pepcom? Uh, no, that was in, no, was in Pepcom. Right? They were kind of oh, together, oh, okay. honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pepcom but they, wouldn't, they didn't demo it? They had a. They had well, a they, they were there. like, we can't. We they can't afford bringing so many bring in propane in the middle oh, of. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, union. Yeah. It's probably but union I mean, come stuff. on, yeah. I want to see that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's so funny. They should have had a tailgate like outside of the convention they center. They should have had a right? tailgate. Absolutely. Yeah, they should have fed yeah. us all. Had <laughs> steaks for everybody, but they didn't do it. So that's okay. Oh, we had so many. Uh, so there's something that I saw finally. We've seen it before. Nvidia's remix. It's finally coming. Oh. Like I, I was starting to think we weren't going to get it. But they did show it off and showed it in action and how it kind of brought some of those old modding days back to me to where I was like, okay, maybe I want to try some modding again. But it, it you know, because like the thing with Remix is go in and take an older game and retool it with, with the RTX implementation, so real-time ray tracing, all of that jazz. But it looks like it's very much going to be a community effort kind of thing. They talked about how communities can work together to remix an older title so that we, yeah, I mean, NVIDIA that works with Lightspeed Studios to bring, like, we saw Portal, they've been working on Half-Life 2, and this will give opportunities for, I don't know, maybe I can get Zuma RTX, you know, something like that. You just never know what the community is going to do with it. So I'm excited to see it finally coming out pretty soon. I don't recall the date, so I don't want to say a date. But it is coming very soon. Uh, well, somebody in the chat asked, uh, what about the 2,800-watt PSU that we saw at Cooler Master? So I held it. Um, 2,800? I, I did a short on it, I did you? a short on it. I, I'm working on it. So long story short, the, I, the first thing I asked him was like, who's this for? Who's, who needs to run four 4090s? <laughs> and you know no, what they had, tell me? It had four 12-volt high-power Yeah, four 600-watt, 12-volt high-power connectors. Is this and I asked them two questions. One, who is it for? And two, is it designed to break circuits? Because like that... that and, me and melt cables. Yes, yeah. and melt cables. And what they're, they're, the person that it's for is what we've been talking about this whole time. It's for AI people. It's for really? people who are running AI data sets... Those kind of things. Oh, but so training. Not, yeah, for yeah, training. Not, not interesting. Now, as far as the power and who can actually run this thing and make use of it, they walked away. <laughs> yeah. I did not get the an US answer. can't handle that. Yeah, I did not get an answer on that one because I asked Amperage, what's the limits? What have they run on it, like on a, a regular outlet? And uh, Yeah, he's like sitting there asking yeah. questions, and then the, the PM just turned and walked away. It's a true story. I was just like, <laughs> okay, well. well. Two years ago, this would have been Bitcoin or cryptocurrency or something about that sort, but I guess but it's even AI. Still, true, true. Yeah. yeah, but even still in the U.S., uh, you're kind of hitting a 1,600-watt limit at the wall on an outlet. Yeah, yeah. So I was wondering, right. I've seen things in the past have more than one outlet. It's where you can split it to a second breaker oh, and split that load, but this is one power supply. I'll be surprised if I see it, that one come to market finally, but <laughs> it was kind of cool. It was, uh, yeah. I never, I never thought I'd see a, a power supply with four 12 volt high power plugs so, on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it probably made a, it would make a lot of people out there like like pass out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, real, real quick, we we got to wrap it up soon. Any other quick last thoughts? Anything? Yeah. Uh, any any articles on the website that you should like? Hey, go go check this out. All of them. All. Yeah. No, no. Okay. Uh, we, yesterday we had best laptops. Uh, Today we had best of everything. Tomorrow we're having right. best monitors. But in general, we've been trying to do cool, weirder little things that might appeal to enthusiasts. 
on the website, you'll find more stuff for laptops, yeah. so that's cool. I do want to talk about one thing. Yeah, go. I'm not trying to be a shill, but standing here at the ASUS booth, they put this stuff in front of us. Yes. I, I really, really love mice, and this mouse right here, which I need to find it. Here it is, the ROG Keras 2 Ace. No, it's not. It's, uh, it's ROG. Oh, ROG Keras 2 Ace. <laughs> it is incredibly light, and I already have two or three other gaming mounts at home that I use because I actually game quite a bit, and I've never played with one that light, and I love that. It, it feels That's like it. a plastic shell. Yeah, spur of the moment thing, but no, that feels yeah, like there's it, nothing inside it, of it. It is very light. It is very light. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they also, uh, on the table here, they have the... Uh, what oh, I wasn't the, trying to do all that. No, no, no. I mean, we, you know, we should, we should. Uh, <laughs> thank you to ASUS for for hosting us. I appreciate it. The ROG uh -huh. Falcon RX Low Profile. So, are they as cool as the Lenovo mice, though? The ones that you can go ahead and take in the jungle and they have hand cranks. Yeah. Oh yes, <laughs> Lenovo. Yeah, the little short. You go watch Mark uh, cranking a, a mouse. Yep. Uh, it was pretty funny. But yeah, low profile keyboards. Uh, what is this? Does this look like seventy percent? Is that technically seventy percent? Sixty-five. Sixty-five. Uh, yeah. So you know it. it Really cool, compact. Actually, the thing that I like is that the stand, somebody else can do this for me, the stand builds it, uh, is actually like a case cover. Yeah, it's, it's 65%. At, oh, just 65%. Just, yeah. oh, okay, yeah. So you, you actually put the uh, the case on top at the end of the day if you don't want to get all dusty stuff. So actually, kinda, I, I don't think I've ever seen that. I was like, oh, okay, that's actually kind of a cool little thing. And one of my personal things, I want to get my hands on this. You know, I'm a microphone guy. Uh, ROG, like... They had a microphone a long time ago, uh, but now they're coming out with the, oh, what is this called? Uh, the ROG uh, Care? Carnix. Mm -hmm. The Carney X? Like the Carney, like, like a carnival? I don't know. I don't know. Carn but it's, yeah. Uh, yeah it wouldn't so be the full nerd without Adam Slowly. <laughs> I know, yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm butchering names. But uh, how big are the drivers? Or the uh, 25 millimeter condenser capsule? Yeah, 129, or, I'm sorry, 192 kilobit or kilohertz, geez. 24-bit uh, sampling rate, yeah. So, but honestly, one one of the things that I do like is that usually in a lot of these USB-based um, USB-based uh, uh, microphones, the the stand like really kind of sucks, yeah. and a lot of times you need to put it on on an arm. That's also a different kind of person. A lot of people just keep it on the stand. Yep. And one of the things I like about this stand is it actually has a really nice cage system, because like if if you're actually bound like hitting your your uh, your your uh, keypad and stuff like that yeah. and like you're going to hear that into yeah. your microphone so having this nice little cage this is like a professional looking cage right here so i'm i'm excited about that i i don't i can't think off the top of my head uh, any other built-in or stand that comes with a microphone that has such a nice spider cage no so yeah 54 grams it. For 54 our, grams. Yes, for our mice enthusiasts, 54 grams. Wow. Okay. I really wasn't trying to start chilling. So no, no, no. I no, genuinely, no. Got to it anyway. I genuinely yeah. have an Asus ROG Chakram Core at home. It is an amazing esports mouse. It has killer latency. You can measure latency using the... Uh, latency. Latency. I'm British. Latency. <laughs> latency. Uh, through the, uh, what's it called? NVIDIA Reflex Monitors. You can measure mm -hmm. system latency and click-through latency and stuff like that. Uh, and okay. that's part of it. And it has... Latency. It's latency Sorry, over here. Sorry, I can't. I cannot. Uh, latency. You guys from San Francisco say Juan all the time, and I don't say no, no, anything. I don't say that. I don't say that. Don't lump me in with that. So yeah, if that is anywhere near as responsive as that, but that light, I might actually be buying that. So I just wanted to bring that up. I was, yeah, just, yeah. I was just playing with it on the table while we were sitting here. Uh, and, and once again, thank you to yeah. Asus for, for hosting us, uh, stealing all of the space, you know, setting up all the gear, that kind of stuff. Uh, we do need to wrap it up. Uh, I will say we still have 
videos that we need to edit and post. And we still have so articles we need to file we still too. Have that stuff. Yeah. Articles we need to file. Yep. Keep keep you know uh, tuned into PC World stuff. And then of course uh, it wouldn't be a trade show if we didn't have uh, uh, interviews with fellow YouTubers. I talked to Paul today. I, we actually made two videos. Talked to Leo. Paul from uh, Paul's Hardware. Yeah, I'm sorry. Paul's from yeah, Paul's right. Hardware. Uh, tomorrow, I'm actually dragging Brian from BPS Customs out of retirement to uh, oh. to talk to me. So you're gonna have to bring a walker. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, dang, rough. Uh, so yeah, the, I, I usually uh, slowly release those out the you know the the cu couple weeks after the show kind of thing. Uh, so more to come. Uh, and then, actually, Monday uh, is a holiday for us. Yes, it is. So I'm not quite sure if we'll do a full nerd episode Tuesday or Wednesday. We still need to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, but look for it. I might be still be sleeping then. I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm very excited to go home and crash. Uh, very tired. Willis, I think, fell asleep back there. Uh, so maybe I need to hit the off button. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Keith, for coming out and thank joining you. us. I Always had a blast. appreciate it. Yeah. I'm going to go one level up more. Brad, thank you for coming out. This is, uh, You haven't been to a CES since, like, what, 2017? 2018, I think. But I haven't yeah. traveled oh, since okay. the pandemic, so it's nice getting out, shaking hands, kissing babies, yeah, vice no, versa. I, and then once again, everybody we ran into were like, wait, Brad's real? Are you sure about that? Why uh, yeah. No, uh, and Mark, yeah, as always, yep. great, great to have you. Yep. Uh, kicking butt. Taking names, Mark. I, I still love that little short cranking well, the, the mouse. That's it's Keith's hilarious. genius over there. That no, really no, no. Is. Please go watch yeah, the shorts Keith's and genius. like them. Yeah, yeah actually, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, shorts, you know, we're, we're trying to dabble into it, right? You know, obviously, yeah. I like long form mm, content, right. but short form, like, Keith has a knack for it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it makes sense. I'm the tallest in <laughs> shorts. Oh, okay. I see. It works out. So that was, that was thank good. you. Yeah. Go, yeah. go check out and their shorts, even if you don't like <laughs> short form stuff. And last but not least. Adam Patrick Murray, who he's a he's a humble guy, but he was the glue who kept this trip together. He helped deal with a lot of the scheduling. Yep. He's been nailing videos left and right. Amazing. You know, helping direct direct everything. Yeah. Like I'm the boss of PC World, but he was my boss this week. Like Adam, you kicked ass. Glad you were here. Well, Everyone you. here did. Teamwork. Just want to not let Team, Adam not talk about himself. Teamwork. That's what, I mean, that's, that's truly why I love working with you guys. Like, we are a tight-knit team. And yeah. I definitely want to thank Willis because yeah. I've been no, pushing Willis. him hard. Yep. He's, he's, he's been kicking butt and, you know, oh, he's, he's coming over here. What do you got? One for Gordon. One for Gordon. One for Gordon. Yeah. We're getting a photo for, for Gordon. Gordon. <laughs> yeah. And, and, yeah, obviously, I've been chatting with Gordon the whole time because I was just like, hey, Gordon, man, I, everybody misses you, Gordon. I miss you. Definitely wish you were here. Understand why you can't be. So you know, definitely uh, keep keep getting better. Uh, but uh, you know, I we'll would message back. him after a uh, after uh, uh, an appointment and be like, "Dude, we saw this. We saw that kind of thing." So like, <laughs> we've been chatting. He and he even wrote a headline for something we saw yesterday. Like you know, he, it doesn't leave him. Gordon Gordon's with us in spirit. So uh, for sure. So anyway, uh, oh yeah, and of course. Thank you to the sponsor of this episode, Silverstone. Uh, I actually did get in one of those Ice Mist coolers. I want to play with that so bad. <laughs> it is actually really cool. We saw it at Computex. <laughs> so you, you stack. So it comes just a, a normal standard cooler. I, I got in the, the 280 millimeter red. Uh, and then you take off the cap, and then you buy the, the fans separately, and it stacks on. And then you can kind of turn and twist uh, to see, like, where... You want mm -hmm. that, that really? uh, down airflow onto the, your motherboard. That's cool. Uh, and the fans are RGB, too. So <laughs> well, it, yeah. it is, it is it, yeah. like, it is truly, like, like, 
really cool. I'm, I'm excited to play with it more. I, I, w I want to do a full build. I do a quick build to like do the, the ad mm -hmm. that we put on some of the videos, but I'm going to do a full build, and it's It looks super cool funky stuff. and awesome. Yeah, and I yeah. still, I, we, we talked about it at Computex, but I, I want to buy as many as I can and see what the theoretical limit is <laughs> of the stacking. Yeah, so uh, I, yeah, I think Silverstone might have something nice. in mind, but I don't know if they actually have tried it, so we might have to do that. Uh, anyway, thanks, everybody. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Appreciate it. Uh, and uh, please catch us in the next episode. Oh, wait, let me see. Uh, do I know it? I don't have the notes off the top of my head. Uh, check, check back next week for your fix of PC Talk on The Full Nerd. For audio listeners, be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts uh, uh, and other places that you want to. Every time you do, Brad appears in person <laughs> to give you a hug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thanks, everybody. Uh, thank you, Willis. And thank you, people who are watching. Let's get it out of here. I'm hungry. I'm going to eat.